the Perfection Auto Works Studios, this is the John C. Scott Political Forum. With us now, Larry Bodine, who is delegate to the Democratic National Convention. He writes for Blog for Arizona. He's a former award-winning journalist with the New York Daily News. He's a lawyer. He's president of the Democrats of Greater Tucson, one of the more influential Democrats in all of Arizona, and a contributor to the John C. Scott Show. Larry Bodine, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, John. You, your recitation of my resume is making me blush. Of course, well, you well should. Let me ask you a little bit about some of the things Sam Stone was saying. He says this uh, situation with Roe versus Wade, the uh, leaking of the Supreme Court document, may in fact affect positively for the Democrats in the midterm elections, something we never saw coming at all. What we've got here is the Supreme Court allowing a, a an opinion out. It's an abomination. It's the most damaging opinion that in history if it's if it's released it's completely disgraceful and that's why it's an issue for democrats democrats believe in the right to privacy but this draft opinion makes it clear that the supreme court is putting every right at risk and this is just the tip of the iceberg ostensibly it talks about women and abortion but what if they also decided after this opinion that men, it's illegal for them to get a vasectomy. That's a felony. Or making it a law specifically for men that it's a crime if you don't use a condom and get somebody pregnant. That's exactly where this is going. I'm telling you, John, you don't want your right to privacy eroded, which is exactly what this draft opinion is attacking. The right to privacy gives you the right to be free of unwarranted publicity. It means nobody can appropriate your identity. It means nobody can pry into your private affairs, like your medical history or where you go to church. And it doesn't allow anybody to take your private activities and publicize them. If Roe v. Wade is struck down, it will be okay for a person to steal your identity, spy on your private affairs, and then publicize it for their own profit. That's what we're facing here. You know, I've been talking to friends of mine about uh, the Trump years uh, in the White House, and they said, well, it's over with now. I mean, we can overcome this and such. I, I said, no, you can't because of this Supreme Court uh, that we're going to be faced with uh, for many, many years uh, to come. That, that was a, a huge deal of Trump elected and the people that he put on the Supreme Court uh, making these decisions that change what America is totally and completely. What can we do about it? I, I'm not sure there is anything we can do about it. You tell me. Well, you can join millions of Americans on May 14th. There's going to be public protests in the streets. Now is the time to think about seriously who who are you voting for? Are you are you voting for somebody who's interested in reproductive rights, the right to privacy, or, or not? It just illustrates how the five justices who signed on to this draft opinion they all lied at their confirmation hearings. What they lied about was a legal concept called stare decisis. It's the foundation of law, and what it means is that you will follow a precedent and stand by things decided. Otherwise, there's total chaos. Like Justice Alito is a good example of this, writing an opinion that would take away a right that you and I have had for 50 years. 
you know, I read the opinion, uh, the draft opinion, and he just sort of blows off stare decisis. It's like, yeah, 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 we know we're supposed to follow precedent, but the word abortion doesn't appear anywhere in the Constitution, which is true. Neither does the word cell phone exist in uh, the Constitution, or wristwatch, or car, or the Internet. None of this exists in the Constitution. But what does exist since 1965 is a right to privacy. And that was found by uh, Justice uh, Douglas, and it was reaffirmed in Roe v. Wade in 1973, and it's been reaffirmed over and over and over again. And Alito just thinks he can just sort of walk in with a stroke of a pen. This is a guy who is accountable to nobody and just take away a right we've had for 50 years. It's time to get out on the streets and protest. It's time to uh, lobby your senators. And it's time to think really hard about who you're voting for in the next election. Ingrid is a caller to our show. Ingrid, you're talking with Larry Bodine of uh, the Democrats of Greater Tucson. Go ahead, Ingrid, your thoughts and comments. I was very happy to hear you talk about the right of privacy, vasectomy, for instance. It keeps being stated that the Constitution doesn't say uh, you have a right to an abortion. If you look at the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution, it talks about your right to privacy, the right to your papers, uh, your home, your person, your body. It's not to be interfered with. Oh, absolutely. You're you're totally right. And and what could be more personal than what you decide to do with your own health care? Whether you're for a pro or con abortion is irrelevant. The Constitution does give you a right to privacy. I'd like to add that long ago when America was young, when they didn't like the way a baby looked or behaved when it was born, the midwife would take the, the newborn to the back of the barn and wring its neck. These things actually went on. You know, that's another thing that the, the, uh, the right wing is all concerned about. Oh, what happens to the baby before, you know, it actually becomes a person and is born? But after that, they don't care about good public schools. They, they don't care anything about the single mothers who have to raise these babies because now they're forced to have a baby. It's mandatory motherhood, regardless if your father had incest with you or some man raped you. Uh, and this all comes down to these various religious beliefs, and that has no place in the law. It's, it's irrelevant. The right to privacy is in the Constitution, and we have to do everything we can to preserve it. I, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but I would assume uh, this will be kicked to the states, will it not? And then the war uh, and the battles will be fought state by state, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that's true, unless more... Democrats are elected to Congress, then we can pass a a law that codifies the Roe v. Wade decision. You know, there's a a bill already in Congress, but it can't pass the Senate because of the filibuster rule, which people like Senator Sinema from Arizona is backing up. So if the votes are there, we can have Roe v. Wade codified. But the way that it's going now is that women and, and people who have daughters, who have wives, who have moms and grandmothers. It's going to be thrown to the the right wing, which is basically going to impose a completely dystopian future where you have no control over your own body. 
You know, the idea, too, that this may have an effect on the midterms, I think, is is dramatic. Uh, uh, When uh, Sam Stone and I have talked in many different occasions since the first of the year, is predicted an overwhelming uh, majority of Republicans taking the House as well as the Senate. And he's backed away from that because of what has happened with the Supreme Court leak. And I think it may change everything. Uh, But I think it also depends on the outpouring of opposition uh, to the court from Democrats and those who are as disturbed as you and I about this and where it's going. If if people are indifferent about this, uh, we're going to pay a terrible price for this, I believe. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, you'll lose your right to privacy. Women will have no choice over their uh, reproductive decisions. What is the state or the government doing in, in a woman's choice to start a family or not? It, it has no place in that. And we've got to keep the government out of it. Before we go to the break, let's talk a little bit about this governor's race. I was talking with Sam Stone about that, the two ladies, uh, Robeson and uh, Lake, I think are so far to the right that you will never bring them back to the middle. I'm almost as uh, apprehensive about the the male part of that uh, fight for the uh, the GOP nomination for governor. How well positioned are Democrats to to take the uh, chief executive's uh, job here in Arizona? Oh, they're very well positioned, particularly uh, Katie Hotz, the Secretary of State. She has raised more funding to support her campaign than all the Republican candidates combined. Carrie Lake is just a lunatic who just trumps Trump's latest tweets and it just takes all these extreme positions and she's she's kind of a caricature of a candidate. And as for Robeson, you know, uh, another right winger, I don't think people in the state want to have a, a right wing governor when uh, we already have a right wing legislature that is relentlessly cutting public education, eroding our voting rights. Katie Hobbs is so confident about getting elected that she said she is going to set a record for all the Republican bills that are vetoed as governor, more than than anyone else. So I think the Democrats are very nicely positioned. And when Robeson stands before television cameras saying, we're going to finish the wall... You have to just start. You have to start screaming at the television. You know, what I mean, you just have to. Screaming yeah, is about you know, what I. The wall. Mean. It's it's like if you build a ten foot wall, somebody will get an eleven foot ladder, which yeah, is exactly what's happening. It's just didn't hasn't worked since medieval times. Well, it was a crazy idea in the beginning. It's still a crazy idea, and uh, at least uh, it's coming to a halt, or at least has been halted. Uh, I guess it's been replaced by trucks in Texas, but uh, other than that, it's a little nuts. Uh, let me take a very quick break, and I want you to come back and talk about the Democrats of Greater Tucson, of which you're president. A lot of things going on with this organization of yours as it grows substantially from one week to the next. It's an amazing success story politically in the state of Arizona. So uh, hang on and uh, come back with me if you don't mind, Larry Bodine. From the Perfection Autoworks Studios, this is the John C. Scott Political Forum. The following is a presentation of the Democrats of Greater Tucson, who is responsible for the content of this broadcast segment. Here's Larry Bodine, president of the Democrats of Greater Tucson. Well, Larry, a big week coming up for the Democrats of Greater Tucson. Yes, that's right. Well, you know, we meet every Monday at noon on Zoom, and you can find out about our meetings by just Googling Democrats of Greater Tucson. And the speaker we've got lined up is Avery Anderson, who is running for Congress in uh, Congressional District 6 in Tucson. A really interesting guy. I just met him the other night. He's 28 years old. He's got two lead engineer roles at Raytheon. 
And he says that our current system has flaws that could use a fresh approach from a younger perspective. So this is a guy who says that we need to get the younger generation in Congress. We've got to appeal to young voters. And and my favorite line uh, from him is that we've got to stop the crazy. Avery's going to be a very interesting candidate and uh, looking forward to hearing from him on Monday. This coming Monday at noon, just go to thedgt.org and you'll find out. Now, Coming up, we also have a big fundraiser for Democrats of Greater Tucson. We are presenting Frank Figliozzi. This is the guy, security analyst you've seen on NBC and MSNBC News. He was the director of counterintelligence for the FBI. And on May 19, he is going to tell us about all the fascist threats that we are facing today ranging from political violence, like we saw on January 6th, the insurrection, death threats to elected officials, the rise of militias like the Proud Boys and white nationalism, uh, disrupting school boards, anti-voter laws, and on and on and on. Just Google Democrats of Greater Tucson, and you'll come to our homepage, and you can see that you can buy a ticket for 20 bucks. We will use this money to elect Democrats in 2022. And Frank is going to tell us how to be a designated survivor. That's the theme. In other words, somebody who is able to protect our democracy, even under full-blown attack, both foreign and domestically, which which is happening right now. If you're interested in some of our prior speakers, we've got the, the database from heaven for you. Some of the things you may have missed, we had two speakers from the Tucson Citizens Climate Lobby talking about how to fight climate change by putting a price on carbon and a dividend for homeowners. Very interesting topic. We've also got a recording of state Senate candidate Morgan Abraham. He is currently in the legislature, and he talks about his offense and defense strategy with the Democrats. And then finally, I just put up a video of state Senate candidate Priya Sundarshan who talks about how Arizona can preserve its water supply. So there's just tons and tons of stuff going on, and I recommend you either Google Democrats of Greater Tucson or just go to thedgt.org and you'll find us. By the way, you can ask questions of these guests as well, which I think is uh, just fantastic. I mean, in the comfort of your home or office or where you are in your computer or laptop, you're a part of the show. Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons people love uh, Democrats of Greater Tucson programs, because it's your chance to ask virtually face-to-face uh, a candidate to explain a position or explain uh, why they don't have a p- position on a particular topic. It was very interesting, for example, when we had our climate change program. A lot of people came on board, and they had many other ideas on how to fight climate change. So take the opportunity. Did, did you ever want to influence uh, an upcoming election by putting a thought in the head of a candidate? You can do that on Democrats of Greater Tucson. Just Google Democrats of Greater Tucson, and you'll be in. By the way, uh, the numbers are just astounding, uh, the growth of, uh, of interest, uh, now that you're uh, making it so easy for people not only to be a part of it, uh, but to be uh, the whole show as well. I just think it's amazing uh, that the numbers have uh, doubled and tripled and continue to expand far beyond, I think, anybody's uh, imagination. It's, it's Congratulations on this enormous success, Larry. 
Well, thanks so much. I'm completely delighted about it. Membership is at an all-time high, and for good reasons. You know, we put on great candidates who can ask questions. We have a a library of previous speakers, and our goal is to elect Democrats. So if you want to get uh, stop yelling at the TV and uh, get off the sofa, come to Democrats of Greater Tucson. We will motivate you. Larry, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too, John. Bye-bye. We're proceeding in a presentation of the Democrats of Greater Tucson, responsible for the content of this broadcast segment. Larry Bodine is president of the Democrats of Greater Tucson. From the Perfection Auto Works studios, this has been the John C. Scott Political Forum. Thanks so much for listening. Back next Saturday, 3 to 4, for the John C. Scott Political Forum. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, everyone.